Hey folks, welcome to my podcast, Scott's Local Music Talk. Today we're talking with Sid Thomas from Acoustically Sound. Sid and I have been friends for a long time now. We've played some music together in the past, had some great times, and I'm really happy to uh, have him on this first edition, first episode of the podcast. Uh, he's a great guitar player. He's got a lot of cool things he does. I mean, Acoustically Sound has a lot of cool music they do, a lot of different stuff, and they're very popular in the county here. So I think you're going to find this talk really interesting, and uh, you might even learn something. I know I did. I totally goofed up how long they've been playing together as a band. So, so there you go. You learn something every day. But anyhow, without further ado, Sid Thomas from Acoustically Sound. Thanks so much. That's it. The Cecil County Local Crew. Okay, today I'm sitting here with Sid Thomas, infamous guitar player from Acoustically Sound and gosh, the Fender Benders with us back in the day and you know who all Haywood's kin Haywood's kin wow yeah, yeah I was yeah we're going back now to, well, now we're talking about the Cecil County crew yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so like um, you've been playing around the you know the county and around the Maryland Delaware for you know I don't know how many years now so I mean how did this all start for you I guess it's a good place to start uh, well I, as far as playing out it started back with uh, some friends in high school Tommy Cole All right. Scott Howard right yeah uh, we were uh, big rush heads <laughs> yeah quickly found out that you couldn't uh, you couldn't go out and do all rush <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> so we went to the next best thing and we just tried to do like all metal sure yeah and what year was it about when was this oh gosh that was probably like 85 oh, okay 86 all right. right on uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, it's 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 funny how you know in different different eras people start in different spots, but yeah, you you get right into the the heavy metal piece of it and went for it, right? Yeah, we had a lot of practice at it. Um, I I never felt I was good enough to play in a band all through high school. I had some friends that played. Uh, we we go over each other's houses and whatnot and sit and, and jam and teach each other mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, that's that's how we learn. I mean, and you and I were just kind of talking about that is, you know, as a young musician, you know, when you first start playing, I mean, you always have, you always wonder that in your mind. You're like, am I good enough to play with anybody? Am I really good yeah. enough to do this? And, you know, and, you know, the decision to actually do that at some point, I mean, it's just, it's kind of a wing and a prayer, but I mean, some, some people, some people really never do, I guess, and just kind of stay in the, in the in the basement or in the garage and other people just say you know what what the heck I'm going to take the step <laughs> you know do this and at the time of our first gig we probably would have done the same thing with uh, Scott Howard's little brother oh. uh, informed us of a party that was going on okay. that night oh and we were we were practicing in, in Scott's basement <laughs> and he was like yeah Joey would love to have you come over oh nice and it's like well I don't know if we can play you know <laughs> right? it's, sure. it's just a party yeah what the heck well, that's the best place to start, and I guess that's where most people start. You know, the the, the party's out back, and and you, you like say you, it's a neighbor, or, or 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 in some cases, like myself, you just throw your own party and put the band out there. <laughs> like you're going to either like it or not, or leave. <laughs> oh goodness! So what? I mean, did you guys? What were you guys called? Would you? Uh, we called ourselves the Pass. The Pass. Okay. And, and I, to be honest, I'm not sure if we had that name. Uh, when we played that first party, right? Uh, but we uh, just sitting the guys. <laughs> we we, uh, we ended up 
with that name, and it actually came from uh, one of our favorite Rush songs. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that, and, that, and that's where a lot of people pick their band names and things up from books or other songs or, you know, things like that. So, oh, that's cool. I mean, it was that that was just kind of a party band, I guess, for a while, right? Yeah. Uh, our biggest uh, appearance, we actually played at the... Uh, the warehouse. Oh, our, yeah. One of the first bands to play at the okay. warehouse. Okay. The warehouse. We played outside. This was before the back section was open. All right. Okay. And uh, Evie built us a stage out front and everything. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a great night. Oh my! Packed the place. Because <laughs> I, I ran into Evie. Uh, I guess it was back in the fall, and uh, we were kind of re- we were talking about the warehouse and the old days, you know. Of, of music around here, you know, even going back as far as Garfields and Foley's and all the other places, you know, they used to be able to play. Uh, they're kind of few and far between anymore, you know. And yeah, for the for the larger bands, for the, yeah, for that kind of stuff, yeah. So what I mean, after the pass, I mean, you just you guys kept playing, or I, when did you hook up with Dale? Uh, that wasn't until much later. Okay, uh, I had kind of got out of it for a while, mm-hmm. raising a son. Oh yeah, so you know, doing the uh, the hockey coach, soccer coach, and uh, and all that stuff. So when uh, Sydney got a little older, uh, I hooked up with my good friend Tom Cole. Mm-hmm. Yep, again. Yep, and uh, he was playing with uh, with Dale Haywood. Okay, right, and and Haywood's kin, and, and they needed uh, they needed somebody to play rhythm guitar. Uh huh. Uh, well, who was playing? Who was playing? I guess lead guitar at the time. Uh, John Heron. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Guy from Elkton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy metal guitar player, great guitar player. Uh huh. Wild yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember John. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because because uh, Dale was like a, he was really, I mean he very much was the southern rock uh, type of music around here. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And and wrote his own music. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, we did a and Haywood's Ken. Uh, it, it was probably I mean, better than fifty percent original music oh. that Dale wrote. Oh no, kidding! I didn't know that. Oh wow, that's cool. How, how long did all that go on? Oh, probably your typical two years. Yeah. I think. It's, yeah, yeah, that's very typical for a band. <laughs> <laughs> two years and like, okay, let's find something else to do. Uh, and at some point, uh, when I first met you, it was at. Uh, down in Bay Boat Works, Bay Boat Works uh, Marina at uh, the Glassman Christmas party. Yeah, and you had your guitar down there, and you were uh, you were kind of the the entertainment that evening, and um, very informally. Yeah, yeah very informally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, everything was informal yeah. for for our old buddy Daryl Youngblood down there. So uh, yeah, that was good fun, and then we we kind of met, and I, somehow or another we put together a band called the Fender Benders. Um, with Al Petteroff and my brother Mark on drums and you and I and uh, we had we had some good fun absolutely played some good tunes I remember that vividly (laughs) (laughs) played the uh, Southern Rock Woodstock uh, a few other things I you know I always say I think the thing with the band was we were so diverse in what we did it was hard to pigeonhole us into anything that's for sure I mean, so you never knew what was going to come out of it. <laughs> I remember Tim because we used to play in uh, in uh, in Woody's on Friday nights quite a bit. Uh, believe it or not, back in the bar, you know, under the mirror there, and I I remember Tim, the bartender, would say, "I can't believe we're ha- we're listening to f- you guys playing Face Dancer in Woody's bar." <laughs> uh, well, we we pulled it off though. 
Oh, it's good fun. There's a very old Floyd. I remember getting absolutely no yes. response. Yep. And we all looked at each other because we nailed the song. <laughs> and we're just so thrilled. I think we did pigs or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who the heck's going to pick that kind of stuff out anyway? But, oh. Yeah, it was good fun. And then, long about that time, that band probably lasted two years. Yep, the two years, the typical two years. And and you and Tommy started putting acoustically sound together at some point there. Yeah. So you know, Tommy and I had uh, hooked back up. I mean, we're friends, uh, other than just music. Yeah, you guys are buddies. Uh, yeah. Yep. Computer programming, uh, sports. You know, we. Uh, so we decided to get together and try and do some recording something that I've never really been mm -hmm. that much interested in but he uh, he had some of the latest greatest uh, computer equipment at the time yeah uh, for recording and and we started writing some songs that went nowhere <laughs> <laughs> and and then we decided that uh, it, it may be better off if we just uh, get a little duo going and, and just have some fun with it because Tommy was like a bass player right uh, yeah so Tommy uh, is a bass player okay right uh, and one of his uh, ambitions was to uh, to strum the guitar a little and sing sure yep. so so that's what we did he mm -hmm. did the, the rhythm acoustic I did the lead acoustic mm -hmm. and uh, and he did the lead singing yep it was a lot of fun yeah because I think the first I when I mean, I, I, well, I don't even know what it was called then. I mean, Walsh's, I guess, maybe at the time, or... Yes. You know. It might have even been Casey. No, it was Walsh's. Walsh's, we started yeah, playing I thought, there. I thought yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Because that's been, you know, a few different things over the years. So, so uh, Walsh's, basically, it's now called Enzo's Waterfront, but it's the bar down at Triton Marina over on the um, uh, Elkmore side, Oldfield Point side of, uh, of Elk Neck. So it's been through a few different people, but what a great place to play. I mean, they do really have, have one of the best, like, along the river, you know, decks. You can, you can Beautiful setting there. Yeah. Love it. Perfect. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't know if the new guys are going to... I dropped them off a card. I don't know if they're going to have music or not. I, I, I hope they do. I think they're going to. They, they were telling me somebody... She said we have the salamanders come in and play every once in a while, you know, now over the winter. I'm not exactly sure who that is, but um, I guess that, you know, it leaves the opportunity open to play some music there. So, you know, I'll see, see what, what's going on. But you, and then, I mean, so that band, the two of you, that's, that's grown quite, yes, quite, quite, quite a bit different from what it was and quite bigger. Yeah, the uh, the very next step to that band was um, we we played again Baybo Works. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, we did their uh, annual customer appreciation party in yes. the summer, third week of July, Saturday, and uh, drew the attention of a uh, of a bass player, uh, played the acoustic bass, stand up, mm -hmm. Bill Kelly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, Later, expressed. Uh, I got to talking with him. He ex uh, expressed some interest in mm -hmm. and playing the kind of music that we uh, that we had chose. So, uh, so we started getting together with Bill Kelly, me, Tommy, and, and Bill. A Kelly. Trio, right? Yep. And that was actually when we uh, we come up with the name acoustically sound. Right at that point. And I think it has an extra C in it, right? Or it used to, anyway. Or mm -hmm. was 
Maybe yeah. I'm wrong there. It's yeah. just a hard word to spell. Yeah, it is sad. Because uh, some, for some reason or another, I thought that somebody said that to me, whether it was one of you guys or Bill or, or I don't know. But I, now every time I write it, I'm like, does it have one C or two Cs? <laughs> <laughs> What's, what looks best? <laughs> uh. But you guys started playing, and 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 it just kept growing from there. I mean, uh, I mean, you guys, you you guys play all you want now. So I mean, the next. So at at this point, I was determined that our band was going to just stay in a small friendship. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, it it didn't work out that way. Uh, Tommy moved, and uh, he moved to Jersey, so it was quite a. Uh, a distance for him to, to make Hi, Kathy. We're on the radio. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> I got my other. I got my other hand done today. Uh, oh, okay. I was wondering what's going on there, but that's right. You had to have a little. Yeah, a little carpal little, tunnel. Yeah. Scott gets a hug. I don't get one. <laughs> Sorry, him first. <laughs> you know how. Hi, honey. You know how us bad people are. Yeah. All right. What are you two boys doing? So we're actually making a podcast right now, Sid. I'm interviewing Sid, and we're talking about music. Well, you're gonna. Take this off now. No, right? this is all part of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye, boys. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, I mean, so you guys kept going from there. I mean, uh... yeah, so uh, Tommy moved. Right. And, um, you know, Bill and I, you know, really enjoyed playing. And, and I told Bill at that point, I'm like, yeah, well, if, you know, if we don't find, you know, a good friend. You know that lives close by to get in here and, and jam with us. I'm like, I don't know if I'm much interested in being in a band. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he was like, uh, okay, and then went searching for a uh, singer. Somebody. Singer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, we um, we actually found a singer. We didn't find the singer. Um, Kathy found the singer. Oh. Oh, okay. Now I get the connection uh, through the school system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was about the type of music that we were playing. And she said that um, our our music teacher at the elementary school, you know, likes a lot of the same music that you're playing. Right. Um, he's kind of new to the area, and he's interested in playing in a band. Wow. Yeah. You know. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could have been more perfect? Yeah, really. I mean, that that, that is. So uh, she introduced us to uh, Bill Henry, right? And uh, and and he come over and played with us, and that was the next stage of acoustically sound. Yeah, really, things yeah. really, really taken off there. And, yeah, and he's a multi instrumentalist, which is yeah. hard for me to say too. So when when we first started, one of one of Bill's uh, Bill Henry's. Uh, Ambitions at the time was to play guitar. Mm-hmm. He's uh, naturally a piano player, right. and uh, so that's what we were. We were a two guitar and a bass mm-hmm. band, and th- and then it, it was oh gosh, months later when we found out that he actually played piano. Played, yeah, yeah. He didn't really play guitar. He played <laughs> piano, right? And uh, so we asked him, "Well, do you, do you want to make that part of what we're doing?" and mm-hmm. And he brought the piano over, and there was the next installment of a good Right, right, sound. exactly. And sang. <laughs> with, with the same members, it was like a, a, a totally different band. Yeah, it's just that and a different guy, but it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I mean, like I say, he, he did most all the singing at that point, and um, you guys started getting in some really different music than what you 
that you were that you were originally doing. I think. Yeah. Right? See, that was the other thing, uh, and I, there was some pushback from me on that, and I guess it was just leaving my comfort level. Sure. Yeah. But you know, once once I entered it and started doing songs that I didn't know, mm-hmm. songs that I didn't necessarily want to play. I, I really started to enjoy those songs and enjoy what we were doing. Yeah, right. And, right. and it was a lot of fun. It was new territory. <laughs> yeah, well, we mean the Dave Matthews stuff. And, yeah, yeah. I was because never, that's just odd. For me, that's odd to play on a guitar anyway, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Is. So it really, I, I would think that you learning those songs really showed you a whole different piece of the guitar that you probably were, were not real knowledgeable about. So not only that, um, but I actually had to start learning again. Yeah, yeah. So Sit rather down. than playing the stuff that I knew and loved for the past, you know, twenty, thirty years, mm-hmm. I was learning new stuff, new techniques. Right. And uh, yeah, because I would sit there and watch you guys. I'm like, that, that's an odd looking way to play it. <laughs> whatever chord that is, or whatever he's doing there. So I mean, kudos to you for actually being able to pick that stuff up. Oh, well, thank like, you, man. I, I actually had some help uh, of all people from uh, Bill Kelly. Oh no, kid! Yeah, Bill Kelly's a, a, a wonderful guitar player, yes, yes. jazz guitar player. Yeah, jazz. Yep. Uh, that's how he started, and uh, I, you know, I learned that, and he showed me some of these chords, and I'm like, "But you're a bass player." <laughs> yeah, you can't show me that. <laughs> bass players are always like the quiet dudes in the back that probably know more than the rest of us. Right. I probably shouldn't say that because my brother would tell me that's the drummer, but I'm like, "Oh well." <laughs> But then at some point, so you guys were playing. I mean, you were you guys were hot to trot there for, I mean, still are for. And then all of a sudden, you added another, yes, angle to the band. So uh, because we did a lot of Dave Matthews, right. uh, you know, and we had gotten pretty good at the songs that we were doing, mm-hmm. we, we felt we could add something to it, mm-hmm. and uh, naturally with doing the old Dave Matthews fiddle. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So. Um, Bill Henry, um, being the young guy, can and you know was on the internet a lot with uh, with a lot of groups of, uh, of bands and, and knew where to find people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he found um, found a fiddle player in Harford County, mm-hmm. and we asked him to stop over and, and play. And sure enough, he was uh, you know he was a great fiddle player that knew a lot of Dave Matthews. Yeah. Right. And, sure. And most of those guys do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're playing fiddle and rock and roll, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a easy place to go, I guess. And I, what was his name? I um, Dave. Dave. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Dave. Yeah. I, I think he actually came out to open mic one night or a couple times. I, I met him. Uh, you know, down to pickled herring. So uh, yeah, I mean, and it's it's cool the way you know those guys are just very versatile and. Yeah, he he liked to play the. Blues. Yes, he, he did. did a lot of the open mics. Not yeah, uh, not just down to pickled herring. He was doing a lot of them in Hartford County. Yeah, to get where they were. I bet. Yeah, he seemed to be very comfortable just getting up there, and I would yell out "Key of A," and he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, and then I guess at some point he decided to move on. Yep. And uh, yeah, we weren't sure, but we we started doing the three piece again, and. Um, I th- again, Bill Henry was reaching out mm-hmm. uh, on the internet, and he found uh, uh, Craig Zikafus. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a great find that was! Oh, Craig's yeah. still playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, plays the electric fiddle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and sings and and sings now. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, he he's always been a great harmony backup sure. singer. Gotcha. Um, singing lead is something that's come around now. That's something kind of new. Right? Yeah, I get you. And yeah, so I mean, and then I, 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 Bill, being a family man and uh, you know a busy fellow, decided to sort of back out of things. Yep. And uh, and raise a family, which is his kids are all small, and that's what you do. You to, yep. Like that's you were saying we a little did. bit ago. Yep. I did the same thing. Take a little yeah, break. Sure you and, did the same. Yep. We've all done that. Take a break and raise the kids. So, uh, which kind of left? I want. I don't want to say, say left you guys in a quandary, but you and I were talking about this the other night. So, I, or I mean, we're emotionally, where did that leave you guys when Bill? Because he was kind of the the main the main singer, and yeah. So he that, he had pretty much become the leader of the band at that right. time. He was um, not only doing it from you know partially a business point of view, but he he he's the music professional. Mm-hmm. He uh, he would teach us the things that we didn't know because uh, he he, 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 he knew sh- that. Yeah, yeah. He would show us a, how to make these chords better. Yes. and and that's that that was the other thing I was thinking about. All this is like you actually had somebody that's like trained in music. To learn from, where the rest of us are just kind of hacks and four, three chord blues and you know whatever we could come up with from the radio. But I mean, it's good to have somebody that actually understands theory and and uh, and, can, and can explain things, relationships to you. I guess for me, it opens up a whole new world because I'm I'm not uh, a, a trained musician, right? right. But uh, and so when you get the opportunity to work with a trained musician, oh yeah, it it, it really opens up a whole new world for you. So when he um, when when he left, quite honestly, I thought we were done. Mm-hmm. That was it. You know, we're, we're well, going to find a replacement. And I and I and I'll be honest with you. I I was sort of thinking the same thing. I, I you know somebody said that Bill left the band. I'm like, oh wow. Well, now what are they going to do? I mean, I guess try to find another keyboard player, or you know, what happens here? And then and then you know. Bill Kelly does the old put his foot down and say, "Look, guys, you still want to play or what?" You know, (laughs) (laughs) I want to know. And uh, you know, Bill Kelly's a great motivator. Yes, he really is, and he's he's good with he's good with people. He's good with people's personalities, and so we continued to get together. We enjoy uh, getting together at Bill's house Mm -hmm. and just hanging out as friends. Now, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Well, and and that's that's the thing with bands, what you know, especially if you have a regular practice night every week. And I mean, I remember that from you know Fender Benders or even back to Reckless. I mean, after a while, it's sometimes we didn't even play music. Sometimes yeah. you just sit around and shoot the shit. You yep. know, it's, <laughs> like, it's a great time. Yeah, either way. <laughs> so yeah, we continued to get together, and um, you know, so I, I I did some singing. So now um, I'm trying to pick up some more songs, mm-hmm. do more singing. Things that I'm not as comfortable with. Um, Craig picks up a few songs. Right. Yeah. He's really never done any lead singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he's taken that role. Uh, we we do this for for an entire off season. Neither one of us are comfortable with it. You're right, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somewhere along the line, I think Craig was doing some snooping. You know, looking at. Uh, you know, singer songwriters or single artists out there playing, uh, and and we come across Kevin. I can't think of Kevin's, but I, I can't think of his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was doing somewhat of our our format, playing in Harford County, uh, solo, and we called him out of the blue. We called him that night at practice. Okay. And 
and Craig chatted with him, you know, for 20, 30 minutes and then asked him if he would be interested in coming over. And he said, yeah. Oh, cool. So he come over the next week <laughs> and voila, we had a new singer. Another singer, right, right. <laughs> and uh, we did... Um, we, we did a whole season with, with Kevin. With Kevin, right. And, and, we, and it was a great time. Mm -hmm. And Kevin was a wonderful singer. And yet again, we, we, we got through another season, Acoustically Sound. There, and, yeah. Uh, I, and Craig had picked up some lead singing songs at sure. that time. I had picked up a few more. Um, and then Kevin decided to move on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, after that season. He finished out the season with us. And, and and again, you know, now we've got a little more confidence that we we've got a few songs. Sure, but yeah. not not enough confidence thinking that we're going to be able to uh, play the season. All right, right. Uh, with Craig and I singing, and uh, we we worked pretty hard that winter, and and we come up with uh, with you know a complete night of songs. Yeah, a new a new set list, pretty much. Really. Yeah. And, See, and, so it's it's kind of refocused the band, and you've turned another corner, I guess. Yeah. So that at that point, it really changed the direction of the type of music that we're playing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've also added the electric guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that it, I sing a little more gruff, so we end up doing uh, some stuff that's a little more southern rock. Mm -hmm. uh, we've picked up quite a few country tunes. Right. Um, some '80s songs. I mean, uh, some stuff that's uh, that's just not as not as pretty as the songs that we used to do. Yeah, different direction, but uh, we're really enjoying it. Yeah, it's good, some good fun. Yeah. And then at some point, you uh, you, you added uh, our old friend Joey Avapato on drums. Yes, uh, I mean, I think he came from the <coughs> wedding band with Bill, right? Bill and Bill. Yeah. So they had uh, somewhere back in time they had established uh, a jazz trio right that's what it was yeah. uh, and that's even and side by side with acoustically sound okay uh, Joey being a wonderful jazz drummer oh yeah yeah yeah. and uh, of course Bill Henry uh, they could do standards to do weddings mm -hmm. and, and, and whatnot, and s smaller venues that, uh, that catered to the jazz music and then, uh, so the time the electric come in, I was just talking about. That's that come about when we when Joey become a full time drummer for acoustic oh, okay. sound. Okay, gotcha. So now we've kind of uh, pumped up the volume a little bit, so to speak. <laughs> so I mean, all in all, I mean, you, you you know, you've been in this since the beginning with with the band, and I mean, I mean, what's it been? Eight years now, or uh, I don't fifteen? Even, oh, fifteen! <laughs> wow, that's way off the mark on that one. <laughs> Shows how smart I am. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I mean, if you think about going way back to washes, yeah, I guess yeah. it would be. But so the, your two-year band is now stretched into fifteen years. So <laughs> it's incredible. I can't believe it. I still you guys are as busy as you want to be, right? Yes, we're yeah. as, as busy as we want to be. We got our we got our season booked right now with a few uh, available dates, mm -hmm. and uh, that's that's right where we want to be. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Wow. That's so uh, that's. That's good history, man. I mean, uh, you know, 15 years at it, you know, locally here in Sisson County, and, and you guys, you know, you're 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 down into hard rock, hard yacht, cafe, hard yacht, hard yacht yes. Yeah. So you're down around Baltimore occasionally, and uh, you know, so we we have picked up one other member. 
Oh, I'm not sure if we talked about this. Um, I think I know this. I think we you mentioned it to me. Yeah, uh, Su- Susan, please. Susan, cello, 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 and used to play with Bleach. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So she uh, and I didn't know that. You sort of mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So <laughs> well, I didn't know that she had actually become a member. So last year, during the off season, uh, we invited her over. Just to just to jam with us, sure, yeah, and and she was she was open to that and really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's when we were trying to find ourselves, trying to find out what kind of band we're going to be, right, yeah, um, and we weren't trying to pick her up as a member at that time. We were just uh, you know getting together something again as, as friends and something different. We wanted to see what it sounded like. So the following season, she uh, she approached us with. Um, with another one of those jam sessions, and, and we're like, sure, come on over. Yeah. Huh. And and then she filled in for us at a couple of gigs, and then she practiced with us a few more times, <laughs> and it, it turned and just sl- somehow it turned into her being a full very sneakily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who snuck that in, whether it was us or her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys keep all working on it. You're going to be the Mahuvish New York <laughs> Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, well, that's cool. So, uh, and the, in the season starts here pretty soon, right? I mean, when, which, when's your when's your first gig? For us, it's going to start at the uh, end of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be playing the VFW. Oh, I did, I did see that. I did see that. VFW yeah, March twenty ninth, Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll I'll put some stuff on my uh, the Facebook uh, thing about I'm, I you know I got this thing this new Scotch music page thing and I'm uh, as well as the own, my own stuff I'm trying to you know reestablish here I'm, I'm you know if, whenever I see you know other band gigs you know I've been trying to push them up there I think today I, I pushed up uh, you know one for um, Mike Reagan and those guys out at uh, Union Hotel here coming up so I'm just trying to. Trying to get a calendar going as well, so yeah, I'll put I'll put that up there. So, so you're a guitar player, I'm a guitar player, um, and I actually had come over to, to your house today because I'm interested in your uh, Paul Reed Smith acoustic that you're looking to sell. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about checking that out. But uh, so let's talk about your rig. I mean, your your main rig. I mean, you. I I didn't even really know Breed Love Guitars. To be honest with you, until you bought one, and I was like, oh, I've never heard of that. Or maybe you know. So how did that all happen for you? So I had never heard of Breed Love. Okay. So I I'm, I don't feel so bad <laughs> saying that to you. Then. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine at work had uh, picked one up off the street, really cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a small concert series, no electronics in it, and. Uh, you know, for the price, I'm like, sure, I'll yeah. take it off your hands. Mm-hmm. And um, so I took it home, cleaned it up, put new strings on it, started playing it. And I, I just, I, I couldn't believe the way that thing sounded. Mm-hmm. And, and it was in tune all the way up the neck. Great action on it. Because what did you play before? I, I don't remember. So that wasn't the one that I played. That was the one without electronics. Okay. I actually bought that for my son. Okay, right, okay. I get that. Um, he had played this this little three quarter size Ibanez, Ibanez yeah. for for years. There's a, I love playing these things sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah they're, they're so cool. <laughs> and uh, he he was playing, and he, he was making making chords and sounding good. So um, he, he needed a, a good guitar, mm-hmm. and and that was the guitar for. It. In fact, it was it, it was much better than I uh, expected. Oh, nice! And sound and all. 
so I had become very interested in in the brand after after playing that guitar, and uh, I went looking for one myself. Uh-huh. And I found um, the uh, breed. I don't remember the model, but it was a dread dreadnought series uh, production models made in Korea. And I, I just I, I love the way that thing sounded. I had a nice deep sound. It was a lot different than the concert series, right? Yes, but nonetheless, a beautiful sound to it and a good feel. And and I, I played that guitar for a, a long time uh, during acoustically sound. Um, Somewhere along the line, Sydney identified a used American-made breed love at the uh, Guitar Center down in Glen Burnie, mm-hmm. and and took a picture of it and, and sent it to me. So I went and checked it out, and uh, the price was right on that, and, and so I bought it. Uh, I had uh, uh, Dana, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Polish it all up, you know. Straighten, straighten the neck, you know. Polish the frets down. Did some bridge work, some neck work. Did all that, and uh, man, it's it, it's, it's top notch. And it's I, I I love that guitar. Yeah, that, that thing sounds good. It does. It, it really feels does. good. Yeah, it, it plays good. It, I love it. So so you, because I I was gonna I was working my way towards the you know the guitar and, and the signal chain for you because I mean your guitar sounds. So you guys use uh, the Bose Towers. Is that an L1 or an L- L2? I guess that is, right? That's an L2. L2. Yep. You have one or two of those. We have one. You have one. But you, and you you all run into a board and then to the L2, right? That That's correct. Do? Okay. Yep. So so what's your signal chain getting from the guitar to the board then that you like? I have a very crude um, <laughs> pedal board and it's a piece of plywood. <laughs> and, and the best kind. And I have my have pedals tied down with zip ties. Right, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I have a I have a Samson wireless on there. That's the first thing it goes into, um, and then I use an, an LR Bags uh, DI pedal. But yeah. it's a little more than just a DI pedal. It's actually a little preamp. And it's, it's, got, yeah, it's got sound shaping and all. Yeah, it's got sound shaping. It's got the you know your not your regular notch filters and mm-hmm. gains and volumes and tones and the whole nine yards. Um, I use the effects loop on that. Just at this point, just to put in uh, the chorus and okay. my tuner. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I, I like to use the chorus uh, for the songs that it sounds like it's appropriate. In. Right. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I would love to play it the whole time, but I, I like to hear a, a difference when yeah. I'm playing. Yeah. If you do it the whole time, it'd be you get used to it. It's the same. Right. Yeah. 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 And, you, and, and through the course of the night, per, for the different songs, you know that, that's something that I've been talking with other people about. I mean, you, you got to play, you got to play to the song. What's what's the song want, or what's the song need? Not not what I want or what I need. You know, you got to as a whole. So yeah. So I mean, but it's I mean, because when we did our, the, you know, you guys helped me with the Christmas parade this year uh, on our little rock and roll thing. We plugged everything straight into the PA there and. And it actually, well, your electric guitar sounded good right through, uh, yeah, yeah. straight into the PA with no amp or anything. So uh. that was really nice. <laughs> what a great time that was! That was too. Pretty fun, huh? And then your electric. I'm, we're sitting here by your Ignator amp, and uh, those things are just ballsy, you know. So yeah, 
And in your old Strat, you you have a, what? Yeah, that's so. What year is that Strat you have now? Ninety five. Ninety five. Okay, you've had that. You've had that the whole time. I've had that since brand new. Brand new. Since Ninety five. Yeah. Right. Wow. So that plugged plugged into the Egnator is pretty. Uh, that's a pretty beefy sound for sure. That's uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's. The Egnator was a sound I've been looking for for a long, long time. I had a Mesa, and I really like that sound. I'm sure that's my wife calling. <laughs> like, where are you? I'm sorry, people on the podcast, but... Hello? Hi. Hi, I'm over at Sid's, and we're recording a podcast right now. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'll be home in a little bit. See, even on podcasts, the uh, life goes on. <laughs> Where <Yeah>. are you? Because <laughs> I'm supposed to be home laying on the couch because I had surgery today, but I, I really wanted to come over here and talk to you about all this and take a look at this Paul Reed Smith guitar. So, uh, yeah, back to where we were. I mean, uh, on the electric, yeah, I like the Eggnator. I had the, the Mesa Boogie. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful yes. amp. Yes. Wonderful amp if you're trying to fill up a big room. Yes. Because that thing is incredibly loud. Very loud, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a 50 watt tube amp. Uh, the Eggnator here is a 14 watt tube right. amp, mm-hmm. and it gives me the right volume, the right crunch, and not blowing your face off. And yeah, right, <laughs> and not blowing your face. I remember that Mesa. I had a Mesa Boogie 50 caliber that when I played for Janine Waters, and I mean it was like standing in a laser beam. Got in the right spot. <laughs> it really was. I mean it was just my eardrums would rattle. I'm no wonder I got tinnitus or whatever the heck it is, but. I'm like, holy cow, that thing was loud. But yeah, they're 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 great little amps for sure. I keep this one simple. Um, this is no pedal board for this. Straight, straight in. Um, almost. Okay. I use the OCD. Pedal, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not even really a distortion pedal. It's just uh, it's just an overdrive. Yes. Pedal. Yeah. It just drives the tubes a little hotter. Yeah. Or the. Input gates, and, and and that's worked out really well for being you know using the OCD for leads, sure, and then using straight what comes out of the the Eggnator for uh, you know for my blues crunch for that good strat. Oh yeah, sound. It's, yeah, yeah. Because I've been uh, I've been listening to a guy out of Nashville named Jim Lill. Uh, he has a podcast and a YouTube channel, and he's been we, he has a whole thing on pedals and what all the like the Nashville guys are the pedals they're all using now, and you know it's got this. Uh, I forget what it's called now. It's a, it's a clean boost pedal. It's so that the the tube screamer I use is kind of the same way. I mean, I like turn the overdrive down on just turn the the, the boost or the the volume up just to you know a little bit just a little bit louder for doing the leads. So let the amp do its thing. Yeah, because I mean you know it's it's so it, you know that's a blues junior that's been mod I modded it a little bit with some Bill M mods. So I mean. Yeah, it's it's good for me, and it's a, like I say, it's 15 watts. It's easy to carry around. You know, it's not like an, I still have my old Blues Deluxe. You know, I bought a bought from the Rob Hughes yard sale uh, years ago, and that thing's like 60 pounds or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, uh, it sits in the basement. <laughs> if I ever get to go on tour with Led Zeppelin, I'll, I'll break right. it out. <laughs> You'll be ready. Probably ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, so cool, Sid. I mean, I'm glad we got to sit down and and, and talk about this. I mean, I'm, I really appreciate you being my guinea pig for this because you are number one, you know, for these podcasts. So, uh, you know, I, and I hope to, uh, like, just kind of touch base with other people that I've played with or that I know in the area over a period of time here and just, you know, 
talk a little bit about music, but you know, as we as we as we go down the road a little bit, maybe we'll I'll catch back up with him. Maybe we can catch Bill and you know Craig and everybody. Maybe we can do sort of like a group thing and yeah, that just, sounds like a good just time. sit around and pop a beer and shoot the shit and all that kind of stuff. Have some fun. So okay, cool, a great time. Yeah, man, Thank I you appreciate. Very much, Scott. I would shake your but my hand is like like <laughs> I can't do that right now. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much, folks, for uh, tuning in to episode one of Scott's local pop music podcast with Sid Thomas. I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. Uh, we had good fun. We popped a beer, talked about some old times, and uh, just general music talk. Uh, if you're interested, you can catch me on the web at www.scottsmusicpage.com. You can catch me on Facebook, uh, Scott's Music Page. So check it out. I hope to bring a lot more of these to you over the uh, coming year. And if you have any suggestions of people that you'd like me to speak with, uh, musically that is, uh, let me know. Shoot me a comment. I'm always curious to how these things go over and uh, would truly appreciate your input. Thanks so much. Have a great day.